We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. All right, thanks for tuning in. Special trade deadline edition of Oilers Now. Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Brendan Ulrich with you. Bob Stoffer getting set to fly with the Oilers to Buffalo. We're going until 3 o'clock today. We'll have uh, the latest from Peter Shirelli between 2 and 3. Of course, you can email Oilers Now by going to OilersNow at 630Ched.com. That's presented by Homes by Abbey. You can text us at 630-630. You can follow us on Twitter at Oilers Now. Today's guests, which have included new oiler Adam Cracknell, brought to you by Digitex, Canada's largest Canon dealership, where their main goal is to save you time and money and provide true Alberta service. Check them out at digitex.ca. Digitex now has a massive supplies division where you can find paper and supplies for all brands of office equipment. And some guests on Oilers now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village, the right choice for a celebration for the census with three convenient locations to serve you, Northgate, Downtown, and Southside. We also have the Japanese Village Goal Light on uh, Overtime Open Line. Do you think we're going to get it on the road trip? Well, you're the grand poobah of predicting the Goal Light. I I only did it once. You know what? I am going to say, yes, we will get it on the road trip, which is, that's a gutsy call since we only scored five goals in our last three games combined. That's right. (laughs) But I believe we will get a five-goal night from the Edmonton Oilers on this road trip. Buffalo tomorrow, Philadelphia Thursday, Columbus Friday. And the Winnipeg Jets on Sunday. That is the road trip. All teams, well, I mean, where's Philadelphia? They are three points out. They're all out of the playoffs. Columbus, the Jets, and Buffalo will not make the playoffs. I would think all four will not make the playoffs, although Columbus has been playing much better as of late. All right. uh, We're going to get to the phone calls in about a minute here. I just want to go to Brendan Ulrich to update today's trade action. Well, the Vancouver Canucks just put out an interesting tweet. Dan Hamhuse is not taking part in practice. I don't know if that means a, a last-second trade will be coming here or not, but he's one of the rentals that hasn't uh, been dealt up to this point. That also includes Radim Verbata, uh, P.A. Parento, Louis Erickson, uh, Jamie McGinn. Those are guys that were not traded as we know right now. A trade just coming down right now involving New Jersey and Montreal. Uh, Devontae smith Pelly to New Jersey for uh, Stefan Matteau. And uh, for Smith Pelly, he never really figured it out in Montreal. Is that after his coming, third team this year? Yeah, after coming from Anaheim. So, Okay. That's that's it for right now. That's everything that happened today? No. Well, I thought you had the trade tracker open. Do you do all of them? Well, I'd have to pull it up. So. Okay. I, well, I got it open. Because <laughs> you've been updating it, so I thought you had it ready to go. Uh, well, I'll do some of the significant ones here. Chris Russell goes to Dallas. Calgary gets Yerky Yokopaka. Brett Pollock, and a conditional second-round pick. Could be a first, depending on uh, how Dallas does in the playoffs. Michael, uh, Michael Botker goes from Arizona to Colorado for Tangay, Connor, Bleakley, and Kyle Wood. Brandon Peary to the Ducks for a sixth-round draft pick in 2016. Those are the big ones today, eh, buddy? All right. 780 You can also text us at 630-630. Uh, are we getting a call here, Brennan? 
No, well, he's talking to us. Brendan got a call. He's, he's, the show doesn't get calls. He's setting up a date tonight, yeah, you know, going people, out. People we'll, calling him to hang out. Meet here for dinner, then yeah. we'll hit a movie. Maybe go out on the town. Hey, Brendan, you have a nice voice. Do you want to meet up later? <laughs> My girlfriend wouldn't like that. <laughs> She's not listening to the show. It's Sirius Gord that's calling. Oh, I, like, I like Sirius Gord. Hey, Gord, you're on with Robin Reed. That makes one of you that likes me. Um, I can't say I'm surprised it's a slow day. It seemed like a lot of stuff, it seems to be a growing trend for the most part that these trades are made well before the deadline. Um, And I'll come back to that in a sec. I just want to say, I'm not really, are you guys surprised that nothing else has happened on the Oilers side of things? I don't, I'm I'm not. I'm not not surprised. There were a couple minor things that, could have happened, but I'm, I'm not surprised that, that that's been a quiet day. For Basically, now. from what I can see, he moved whatever he could move that didn't require uh, actual bodies coming back. You know, when we're going to, when the time comes, and it won't be a question of if, it's a question of when the time comes, one of the core players, quote unquote, is moved. It has to, something substantial has to come back. And trade deadline is not the time to do something like that because the other teams are looking to give up non valuable assets, current assets, to get. Well, I guess if you want to consider Justin Schultz an asset, they can do that. But, um, uh, you know, that it, it's typically a one-way trade, whereas the, the trades in the offseason will be true trades player for player, skill set for skill set. So, so I, you know, I'm, I'm pleased that they got uh, two of the, frankly, softer players on the roster out of, the, out of that locker room um, and maybe a couple more in the future as well. But clearly I don't think anybody's surprised that Mr. Shirelli is uh, – Looking to make this room a bit more rugged, a bit more physical. Yeah, well, that's that's that's, that's what he wants for sure. And, and I mean, Gord, I know you listen to uh, sure. to me quite a bit. You may be the only loyal listener that I have, but you, you know how okay. I feel. The the defense is obvious. You know how I feel about the third line, though, and I kind of feel the Oilers don't have one, quite frankly. Oh. And I think that has to be addressed too. Maybe it's not as pressing as the defense. But I do think it's a concern for if, if if this team's going to move up a level in the standings. Well, not in the traditional sense. Certainly, we don't have a third line. Well, right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Grind, yeah, grind, bang, knock people around, kind of stuff. I think the team that we played last night has one of those classic third, fourth line setups that you know you, you kind of fear to play against them because you know they don't take any prisoners. Um, but on the trade deadline, and I think you know I've talked about this before, Reed. Um, it should be. We shouldn't have trade deadlines. We should have trade days, single days in the year, maybe four of them, maybe five, where trades are made. And other than that, no trades can be made. And then, because this is frankly, you know, if you look at your calendar, what are the most important days in the NHL calendar that that fans want to watch? It's draft day, it's free agent day, and it's trade deadline day. Um, and I think you'd agree it's a bit of a bust today. Um, and a lot of media assets have been deployed and aren't getting much activity today. You mean you mean it's a bust that Reed and I have sat here and talked about movies for the last three and a half hours? <laughs> well, I, you know, it, I wouldn't say it's a bust that way, but I certainly want to, wouldn't want to have to take off. You know, there are guys who are taking off their mornings and are sitting in a bar waiting for some trades to happen and nothing's happening. Well, I'm thinking uh, if they took the day off work to sit in a bar in the morning, it's not just the trade deadlines, the reason it's drawing them to the bar. They might have some other <laughs> But the point being is that these are events, and the NHL has realized there's tremendous entertainment value to this, and this is an entertainment bust for, for most intents and purposes. If they had specific trade days, let's say one in November, one in 
uh, early December, one in January, one in February, and one in mid-March, whatever, specific days where all the GMs had to meet in one building and they had to talk to each other, no telephones, they had to go walk across to each other's tables and make deals, and you guys could televise it and radio could broadcast it. Those would be far more compelling things to watch. And, you know, other than GMs always being typically grumpy, I don't see the <laughs> downside to it. I, I well, think it should be a the, the the downside to it is this: say say that the you, one of your and, and I think I think it'd be f- a fun, fantastic idea, but say you have uh, October thirty first is your first one, and your next yeah. one's not till December third third or December tenth or whatever. So you have six sure. or eight weeks between. So on October thirty first, the deadline ends. The next day, the Edmonton Oilers go and lose two star players or two good players to injury. Now they need players. And now they're unable to make a trade for those players for six to eight weeks. And they've got, they're hurting. They've got no sentiment. They both got hurt. You need to find a fix for it. But now you're looking at the calendar. We've got to get through the next six weeks without bringing someone back in. And that's what the, the GMs are going to say, why we can't do it. Well, see, see, you see that as a flaw. And I see that as an actual advantage. I think there should be a very high penalty for teams that aren't deep enough. And for teams that don't look at their total roster right down into the AHL. And, I mean, look, after today, if somebody gets injured, they're in the same kettle of fish. And how many games away are we till the playoffs and right in through the playoffs? So these issues uh, exist already after today. Yeah, but but the teams right now, the reason that the good teams, the teams that are in the playoffs, are, are making these deals are getting depth. They are making deals for depth. Sure. Up, yeah. So I mean, I understand you. I think it would be it would be fun. You're absolutely right because if if there weren't like we were talking the last couple of days as the Oilers were making deals and there was a couple other big deals that went down last week, we're like, all right, trade deadline is going to be boring for us because people were doing it leading up to the deadline. So what you're saying is going to be way more exciting. I just yeah. don't think the GMs will allow that because they want to have the ability. At any time, if there is something that they need, they want to have the ability. Like, what if tomorrow uh, or October 31st, Neil Yakupov woke up the next day and said, you know what, I don't want to play here anymore. I'm done. Now you got a player that can't play. Uh, obviously, this is up for negotiation. Yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> let, me, let me put it to you this way. How about we have a two-year freeze? So we have those trade days, okay? mm-hmm. and there's a two-week freeze prior to each of those trade days. So okay. that solves the, the next day thing. But the prior two weeks, and then there's a deadline, and then you get a three-week window, and then there's a deadline. And you, go, you know, there are ways to make this work, I think. And I think there's, you know, this is, I think, we're in the middle of the hockey season. We're approaching the playoffs. This, I mean, people, my son is 13 going on 14. His whole classroom, they've got the TV. I swear, they've got the, <laughs> the uh, feed going on in their classroom. Well, my son's 14, and he's texting me asking about the trades as well. So, yeah, absolutely. And he's totally... He said he just texted me. He said, this is a bust. It sucks, right? So you've got the entire hockey world watching this day. They, they, they're squandering it if they keep doing this. It, it, it is it's too, too juicy a thing to, to squander, especially when you look at all the work that goes into the All-Star game. And frankly, my son, I don't know what yours, Rob, is far more excited about this trade deadline than he was uh, the All-Star game. And now, of course, his team is the Carolina Hurricanes. And, of course, they did all their deals. Did they do one today? I, I know they've done a bunch up leading up to it. If they, if they did one today, it was very, very minor. They got uh, sure. they traded John Michael Lyles to Boston for uh, Anthony Camara and two draft picks. See, isn't your son going to be excited? you got Anthony Camara now. <laughs> <laughs> Gord, we got to run, buddy, but thanks for calling, okay? We'll thanks talk to you tonight, maybe. I do I do like his idea. I mean, it is exciting, gonna, and it would, be, very, it would be fun. It's a very showman idea. Yes. Yeah. 
but I, I don't know if the league would ever do that. Well, and if you know most, a lot of the NHL owners, they're not showmen. <laughs> There's a very, it's a dull group. There's some exciting ones. They but, like money. Well, well, we all like money. Some of us just don't <laughs> have done, it. They've done a better job of accumulating it. Let, oh, much, much better, yes. Uh, let's put it that way. Uh, Topher Allen, by the way, thanks for your uh, text message, the 630, 630. I appreciate that. Okay, so the Oilers have not made a trade. Has anything come down in the last yeah. few minutes? Go ahead. One more trade here. Uh, the Anaheim Ducks get uh, Jamie McGinn. Uh, not sure what it was for, but that's from Buffalo. You, you, you started us all excited with all these animal noises, and then you've just forgotten <laughs> all about the animal noises. Well, you know, the trades didn't get me that excited, so I <laughs> had to put the, put the animals to rest for now. What do you guys think about some winners and losers here now that the deadline's basically over? Because there's a couple that stand out to me as big losers on deadline day. Well, well, I, well for a winner, I, I mean, I like Dallas getting Russell. Yep, I think that's good. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche, I mean, they got a little bit better. I don't know how much better, but Bodker's going to help them. And all they gave up was a struggling Tangay. Trying to think what, what other one. I mean, the New York Rangers got Eric Stahl. That's big, yeah. And I mean, that's huge. And it's not so much what, just what he's going to do on the ice, just the leadership he brings coming there. And he's, I mean, he's won a championship. And the best part for Eric Stahl, and I think he talked about it, he doesn't have to be the guy. He's going to a, a team that has a lot of guys. And I think he'll help the New York Rangers. I have two big losers. I don't know if you guys agree with me or not. One being Vancouver. They had six rentals that uh, they didn't get anything for here at the deadline. And uh, they're sort of in a what-do-we-do-now mode, so I don't know what they're doing there. And the other is St. Louis because you just mentioned Dallas getting Russell, and, of course, we all know what Chicago did. I think St. Louis really has a chance to win that division, but both those teams that they're fighting against right now got a lot better, and they decided to stand pat. And Well, actually, I saw earlier today Doug Armstrong, the GM of St. Louis, he was on air and he said, you know what, I, I'm not even talking to any teams. I don't want to waste their time. We're not doing anything. So that was something that it, it wasn't as though they tried to make deals and it didn't come through. They simply didn't want to make any deals. And I agree with the Vancouver one. That one's a silly one because mm-hmm. the Vancouver Canucks are not making the playoffs. And at that point, you get rid of any asset you can to start accumulating future picks to help your team because it is a team that it, it may not be in the full-blown rebuild yet. But it's darn close. Uh, just a quick Oilers update here. Uh, Nurse and Brassois also are assigned to the Condors. But? So then they'll be called right back up. But they have to be on the AHL roster on deadline day so they can play in the AHL playoffs. And it's, all, it's always neat. I've been on the other end. I've been in the minors. And I remember on this day seeing who the NHL team is putting on the roster that's going to allow you to have those players come playoff time. So uh, that's good for, for Bakersfield that uh, they're going to get, you know, very good hockey. I mean, they're going to get a nurse who is going to definitely help them out. And then you got a number one goalie coming back for your playoff run. Yeah, who's been their number one goalie most of the season anyway. So, yeah. so there you go. All right, it is 148, a new contract for Brassois today. Also for Brandon Davidson. We're going to hear from him in a couple of minutes. Uh, by the way, I want to thank our sponsor, ATB Financial. Have you ever been to the Coldale Arena? ATB Financial has. That's where they surprised young head coach Colby Stone, an ATB home ice hero, with $5,000. Watch Colby's story and nominate your own hero at atb.com slash home ice. We're back with Brandon Davis. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. 
We couldn't have made it through trade deadline day without Panda Hut Express with catering options for every event, meetings, parties, or even that forgotten family gathering. Oh, we forgot to make food for the family. Does that mean you forgot the gathering or you forgot your family? Well, Visit PandaHutExpress.net or call 780-473-3663 and place your order now. We had Panda Hut Express for lunch. It was fantastic. Got us through the, the day. Well, we had a long time to eat, too, because it was between trades, and we had a full hour between two trades, so we got to go for seconds. Uh, <laughs> we, we did. My day is not even half over. you uh, got a long day ahead of you. i got a long day ahead of Yeah, but you get to talk about all these trades again. I sure do, Rob Brown. I sure do. Lucky bugger. Brendan Ulrich, you go now. Okay, uh, this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 36 years, offering great package tours on river cruising in Europe for 2016. Now, this trade actually happened on February 28th, but since it's February 29th, I had a hard time coming up with some Oilers history, so I guess I cheated a bit, but we go back to 2011. The Oilers acquire Colton Tubert, a 2011 first-round pick, and a 2012 third-round pick for Bob Stoffer's favorite player, Dustin Penner. <laughs> I've never heard Bob talk about him. Who's his favorite yeah. player again? Uh, it's either Lupo or Penner. Yeah, actually, you're right. It is a toss-up. Actually, we start calling him Dustin Lupo. There you go. We can get them both there together. He does like those players a lot. <laughs> All right. So, Brandon Davidson gets a new two-year deal worth uh, just over $1.4 million per season for the annual cap hit. He talked to uh, Bob Stoffer earlier today. Yeah, getting the two-year extension done today. Uh, very excited, very happy, and, and, and proud, and, and honored to be able to come back here and and, uh, and you know have another two years here and, and work on my game as well, and, and uh, just happy where I'm at, kind of thing, and, and really uh, appreciative of of the way things have gone. They say life's not a destination; it's a journey. If I told you at the start of the year, after that first game against Dallas that you played, that you'd be—it was Dallas, right—that you'd be in this position right now, it's kind of surreal. Because you're probably thinking, "I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to play on a regular basis." If you had a tough first game against the Stars, yeah, it was definitely an eye opener for sure. I think uh, wasn't my best game, and, I, and you know, like you said, I didn't expect to be in this situation. I had goals in mind, and, and uh, which I set out to do, and I, I did those goals. But um, I've uh, I've definitely had to pick up some goals and, uh, on the way and, and definitely keep running with it. So it's been great so far, and uh, hopefully I can just keep pushing forward. Did, uh, did the team or did David Kay uh, suggest to you, uh, hey, this is a bridge, a bridge to a better place? I mean, you're a restricted free agent two years. you got a bridge deal done right now, and your play will dictate where you go. Exactly. I think uh, the big part is uh, my play will dictate everything, and uh, that's kind of the way it's been going for me my whole career so far so uh, I feel like uh, if I earn something uh, that I uh, should be able to get that and um, I think uh, this is a good deal for me and, and a great spot for me to be in. So a, a late born uh, six round draft choice and, uh, right now I mean you might be the owner's best defenseman you've played with an incredible amount of confidence uh, who's helped you along the way to get to this place? I think uh, I have to go back to the minors um, I think uh, the coaching staff down there did a great job Todd Nelson and uh, Jerry Fleming uh, 
Um, Rocky Thompson did a great job with me, worked with me every single day and, and really pushed me. I think that's kind of where I got my base from and, and even so this year I think Jimmy's done a great job with me. Um, he's found a way to push me in the right direction without uh, without over overdoing it and uh, it's been it's been chemistry since day one and, and it's kind of still rolling here now. All right, that is Brandon Davidson being been uh, the goal and assist last night. He's been playing great for the Oilers. He gets a two-year extension, as does goaltender Laurent Brassois. Tomorrow on Oilers Now, don't forget about Stoffer and Spectre, courtesy of Alberta Horse Racing, HRA. This province was built on the back of a horse. Along with Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. We are going to take our special trade di- deadline coverage until 3 o'clock. Uh, we'll have some other fun stuff for you, and we will have Peter Shirelli, who's going to speak before the Oilers depart for Buffalo. Other news today. Benoit Pouliot expected to be out uh, for a while here with a shoulder injury. Didn't have an exact timeline. Ryan Nugent Hopkins will travel with the team, though not expected to play on the road trip. Adam Cracknell and Adam Party are the newest members of the Edmonton Oilers picked off, off waivers from Vancouver and Winnipeg respectively. Did I miss anything, Rob Brown? I think you got all the major You're points. You're still here. I'm still here. And, well, they, they uh, locked us in the room. They won't let us yeah. out until the show is over. Ryan Jesperson locked us in the room. Any uh, Anything else happening there, Brendan? No. A little uh, fired up by this text. <laughs> Tell uh, us about it. Well, someone from, someone from Calgary texted in saying, uh, wow, calling other teams losers. What were you... Uh, where are your Oilers po- are positioned over the last seven years, rather? Show some class. Grow up. Why, I believe, would, why, why would you even read that? Because it fired me up a little bit. I believe we were talking about winners and losers on trade deadline day, which has nothing to do with how teams have performed over the last seven years or number of years. Simply stating the fact that Vancouver lost trade deadline day. Brendan, just grow up, okay? Just <laughs> Maybe I should, yeah. You're just the Peter Pan of 630 Chad. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fairy dust joke in there somewhere. <laughs> All right. We're going to break for the 2 o'clock news. Peter Shirelli in the next hour. Rob Brown's going to tell stories about playing for the Hartford Whalers. Maybe, if I can entice him to. Can hardly wait. Uh, Brendan Allrick will probably get mad at more texters. <laughs> I promise to be the calm, level-headed, normal voice of this program and station. It's a special trade deadline coverage on 630 Chet. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.